I'm getting sued alongside Shannon Sharp and an auditor from Mississippi <laughs> by Brett and Favre. Wow. Man. Brett Favre suing me in a defamation lawsuit saying I defamed his name to try to earn a profit. Today's episode is going to be great. We're going to talk about Brett Favre's lawsuits against Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee. And of course, as always, it's going to be very entertaining. You're going to uh, hear about these sports and history and, and some fun stuff. And the side note, you'll learn a lot about the law. Welcome back, my good friends. I'm so excited. I, uh, I had a flood of, of comments and calls over the week, and uh, I promise I'll get to everyone. I got to most people, and uh, I, I love hearing from everybody. Uh, as always, uh, people are asking me about the Michael Irvin lawsuit and, uh, you know, uh, various questions about that. It's been great. And the Kobe Bryant and Vanessa Bryant's lawsuit against LA. Keep the comments coming. I will keep answering them. Uh, so today, it's uh, it's interesting. We're going to talk about Brett Favre, one heck of a great quarterback, a Hall of Fame quarterback. And I, you know, uh, you know, grown up and I watch Brett Favre, you know, a lot. And uh, he's one heck of a, you know, he scorched the Raiders. Uh, basically, every time he played, I'm a big Raiders fan. And uh, he just scorched the Raiders and I love him. And he's, he's a great player. Um, he was born in 1969. He went to Southern Mississippi. Anyone know the mascot for Southern Mississippi University? Da -da 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 -da. It's the Golden Eagles. All right. And uh, after that, you know, he went to the NFL. He started with the Atlanta Falcons before he ended up with the with the Packers. Um, and you've probably, you know, in the news lately. OK, he's been involved, uh, you know, in this in this crazy scandal. Um, so in his home state of Mississippi, uh, what happened kind of goes like this. So the state allocated uh, millions and millions of dollars uh, that was in a fund that was supposed to be like a welfare fund. And then they allocated it in some ways to uh, different causes. And uh, at one point, uh, and this is common with a lot of government entities, they actually like they'll subcontract work or they'll like give other companies money to, to do certain things. And then one of the entities that got money from the state, okay, it's this uh, nonprofit, which I have a joke. The most profitable companies are usually nonprofits, okay? So this one is called the Mississippi Community Education Center. So they wanted to... Uh, kind of promote, you know, building certain things or, uh, you know, like promote some causes, right? And they agreed to pay Brett Favre $1.1 million to make certain appearances and talk on their behalf. Um, and and it because it became kind of important later, he when he agreed to it, he said, wait, you know, I, I'll agree to it, but I don't want people, you know, publicize where exactly I'm getting the money from. You know, I'll do the appearance, but I don't want it public that I'm getting paid to do the appearance, which most celebrities do ask that, um, you know, and, and so I, I don't want it known that where it's coming from or why it's coming. I'll just do the appearance and, and you'll pay me for it and, and all good in the hood. Right. OK. And uh, so he agreed to do that. And then he ultimately did do that. Uh, then what happened was. Um, even though it was alleged that he didn't, he didn't even like show up or something. He did. He did everything. Like when they would ask him to do something, he would do it. You know, um, then what happened was that, you know, uh, you know, the state audited itself, right? Like one of the auditors audited 
uh, you know, where all the money was being spent and all that. And it was uh, pretty clear that a lot of this was being wasted. Right. And then when it came out that it, it wasn't the state of Mississippi that gave Brett Favre money, it was the state of Mississippi gave a nonprofit company money and that company paid Brett Favre for certain appearances. All right. And um, so then it came out in the media that, oh, Brett Favre, you know, took money from welfare, you know, diverted money from welfare and, and all of that, which was not the case. He wasn't actively involved and he wasn't like doing things to take money from people, you know. And as soon as things came out that he, that this was, you know, originally money that was welfare money and it went through this hand, that hand, blah, blah, blah. He agreed to and he did pay back the money. OK, so, you know, Brett Favre, I would say when when all of this is said and done, came out, you know, kind of doing uh, the right thing. All right. Um, except that, you know, there was a big fallout, you know, and he got sued uh, by the state of Mississippi, um, you know, even though he returned their money and, and he did what he was supposed to do with that with that entity. Um, and then worse, at least worse for him is there was a lot of smack talk, all right, from the media, okay? And so, um, and, and this is where the, the two lawsuits that we're going to talk about, uh, Pat McAfee, here's what he had to say. The two companies that Brett Favre was a part of rounded up some money, I believe, from the Welfare Fund of Mississippi. They're bad-mouthing um, our guy, uh, Brett Favre, here, and they're, they're saying a lot of things about him that a Brett Favre can prove, um, according to his current lawyer, that is, uh, you know, false. It's a lie, okay, that he didn't do all those things. And same with Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp on, on, uh, on his show said the following. He stole money from people that really needed that money. Yep. You got to be really low to take from the poorest of the poor. Now, there's something... Uh, interesting we should keep in mind, okay? So Brett Favre over the years has been, you know, getting a little more political, so to speak. Like he would uh, endorse certain candidates and, and things like that. And he was a big supporter of Donald Trump, okay, during the, uh, you know, the campaigns and all that. And the reason why I bring it up is in his uh, defense and in his lawsuits, uh, Brett Favre ended up hiring uh, the, uh, one of the attorneys that represented Donald Trump in the impeachment. Okay. Remember those impeachment, you know, uh, Eric Hirschman. So, uh, Eric Hirschman, who was Donald Trump's attorney, then became, uh, Brett Favre's attorney. Okay. So, uh, anyway, just a little interesting, like a little connection there. And, um, in the lawsuit and, and, you know, in, in addition to the allegations that Pat McAfee was saying certain things, like he was also, uh, retweeting when, when other people would kind of make fun of Brett Favre and, and talk smack about Brett Favre. And there was one athlete that was like making a dance that made fun of Brett Favre, like pretending to take money out of Salvation Army pot or something after a touchdown. So uh, I've always wondered, what the, what's the rule? Is retweeting automatically considered uh, agreeing to something? What do you, I don't, I mean, <laughs> right? There was this, very good short uh, movie I saw. It's called Have I Shared Too Much? And it had this awesome quote. Uh, if you can't beat it, retweet it. <laughs> okay. And uh, the theory here is that a lot of people think when you retweet something, you're kind of uh, agreeing to it, which I do not. I do not agree that that is what a retweet means. But anyway, so it was in the lawsuit that Pat McAfee was retweeting these things. 
Um, and then Shannon Sharp saying that this guy is talking, you know, that, uh, you know, he stole money from the welfare. He stole money from the poor. You know, he's rich and he's taking money from the poor and, and all that jazz. OK, uh, and then comes a lawsuit. Now, what uh, what do we always talk about first with these lawsuits? Jurisdiction. All right. Um, here is what happens. The lawsuit proceeded. Brett Favre sued these two individuals in Lamar County, Mississippi. All right. This county is actually, uh, it has something like uh, in the 2010 consensus, it had like 55,000 people. All right. Which, and it's a whole county and it's a pretty big, like size wise, it's a pretty big county. And uh, 55,000 people, I think in Los Angeles, there's a lot of streets that have more than 55,000 people, right? So um, it's a very small, in the sense of population, uh, it's a small county, right? And he sued them in the state court in that county. Now, in terms of like, why would Brett Favre do that? It's clear, right? He's got the home field advantage. Uh, they love him there, you know, and he's done a lot. Like he's, you know, like uh, if, if, you know, after like Hurricane Katrina, he would help things. And he was, he's been involved in a lot of kind of, uh, you know, giving back and, and doing certain things. So they love him there, right? You know who they don't love? Pat McAfee. You know who they don't love? Shannon Sharp, right? Especially when they're talking smack about Brett Favre. Um, I mean, these are guys that, you know, didn't grow up there, didn't live there. Uh, you know, they played, you know, Shannon Sharp played on like Baltimore and, and McAfee played for the Colts, you know, so this isn't like Mississippi's, uh, you know, fellas, right? So that is why Brett Favre wants to have the lawsuit there. Okay, so now comes Joe Samo to uh, review the jurisdiction. I think they did it wrong. All right. And here's what I why. Because first, uh, you need uh, to sue them, you have to have personal jurisdiction. Okay, remember the two things: you have to have personal jurisdiction and subject matter jurisdiction. Both. Okay, uh, they don't. Okay, McAfee does not live in Mississippi. Okay, he does not have you know property there. He doesn't have like a job there. You know, um, the fact that he like publishes on YouTube and people in Mississippi can listen to him is not enough. You know, even if he has some ads that kind of run all across the country, including Mississippi, that is normally not enough. Um, now, this is it's not a technicality. This is a like an important constitutional uh, issue. OK, because, uh, the, you know, in the Constitution, right, and the, and the way it's been interpreted by the, the United States Supreme Court is that we don't want a state. All right. To have like a kind of reach and authority over a resident of a different state, you know, because then like it would give Mississippi, you know, for example, too much power, right? So that is why even if Mississippi allows it, they call this a long arm statute, long arm statute means whoever we could sue, will let uh, our citizens sue them, right? Even if that's the case, the federal constitution has a limit to it. So uh, Pat McAfee and Shannon Sharp can challenge uh, the jurisdiction uh, that this this court does not have jurisdiction. I think they would win that. <laughs> All right. Um, and then the funny part is the best way to challenge that. Okay, get this. You guys ready? The best way to challenge that is to first 
remove it from the state court to the federal court, okay? Because normally the federal court will be seated in a different like county and in kind of like a more populated county, <laughs> right? And maybe they're not as hometown favorite. So, um, and they're allowed to move it to the federal court because um, there they can move it to the federal court because you have citizens of different states, okay? And uh, the lawsuit is over $75,000. Um, and that there's like, they could agree to personal jurisdiction just to challenge the personal jurisdiction. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, ultimately I think they will win that. Uh, I mean, I, I can't imagine that they would lose it. So, um, and I always wonder why the heck would these lawyers file the lawsuit in the wrong court? Um, and all that I could come up with is that they're a-holes. I mean, I don't know what else to come up with, right? Um, okay. If I had to come up with something other than them being a-holes, why would they follow, file the lawsuit in the wrong state? Maybe there's always a chance. Remember in that movie, Dumb and Dumber, you say there's a chance that the court will disagree and say that there's jurisdiction there. Okay. Uh, and then maybe the defendants will overlook it, I guess, and just, uh, you know, say, screw it. I'll, I'll, I'll defend this case down there. Right. I don't know. I guess there's, you know, uh, since there's no harm other than wasting a lot of money and time, then, uh, you know, whatever. Okay. So uh, I think that this could be challenged and, and I think that our friends would win. Now, I have to say something extremely important about Lamar County. Uh, there's a court there. Okay. And to my surprise, I go to the court's website, get this, because I wanted to find the actual uh, documents that were filed in the lawsuit. And uh, it's a fairly new lawsuit. That's why there's not that many documents. You know, I like it when there's you know, way more. Anyway, um, so I go there and I couldn't get the documents. I could, you know, I couldn't navigate through it. So then whatever, there's a clerk and then there's a email address for the clerk. And I said, you know what, let me just email the clerk of the court and ask for all these documents. And then within just a couple minutes, she emails me back. <laughs> I got I got all of this via email. I could not believe that. That's that in San Diego court or like a Los Angeles court or San Francisco. That would not. I think if I emailed the San Diego clerk, I think I'd be disbarred, <laughs> you know. So anyway, thank you, Lamar County. That was super, super nice. And uh, I would really, really appreciate it. Without these documents, I don't know if I, I would have had to to do something else, you know? Okay. So jurisdiction, I think these guys end up winning. Now we get to the, um, the substance. Okay. Like let's now talk about the actual freaking lawsuit. All right. Um, what, what we have here goes like this, the, uh, let's talk about McAfee. Okay. All right. So in this lawsuit, they, uh, the, the Brett Favre attorney, you know, he, he makes a point to say, you know, McAfee falsely accused Favre of serious crimes, stating every time he gets his name brought up, we have to mention that he tried the hands, he tied the hands of the poor people and took money right out of their pockets. Favre certainly in the middle of stealing from the poor people in Mississippi. Uh, McAfee published yet another statement defaming Favre on Twitter in his tweet which included a video of NFL, you know, that the guy celebrating. He said something like Devonta Smith doing the Favre dance, you know, the, the dance like showing the Favre is, is some sort of, uh, you know, thief and criminal, right? Uh, and then <laughs> he like liked certain tweets that said things like that. Is, is liking something meaning that you like it or just 
you want to draw attention to it? I don't, I don't know. No, okay. <laughs> um, all right. Council. All right. So then McAfee did something that I don't normally see people do. He goes on air and he starts laughing about this lawsuit. Right. And he talks about how, how much nonsense it is and this and that. Um, and, and he was very, very like conceited about it. Like this is BS and I'm going to win this and I don't even need a lawyer. You know, that's the last thing I want to hear. No, just kidding. Right. So, uh, you know, he's making these comments. Then he said something. He said, um, in this whole complaint, they failed to state that every time I was talking about this, I always kept saying that these are all allegations. So I went back and I watched uh, and listened to a lot of his uh, previous, um, I don't know what you call it, podcast, videos, shows, whatever you want to call it, right? His, uh, you know, previous episodes, right? And uh, going back to November of last year, uh, sure enough, he would say, This is all allegedly, but it is alleged. It is alleged. What I think is being alleged blatantly and deliberately, allegedly, obviously, in this whole thing. So, so there you go. He always said the same thing. He Every time he talked about this, he said, there's been allegations. It is alleged. Allegedly. He had the disclaimer. These are just allegations, right? And that he would say all of this about Brett Favre. And he said that this is what the state of Mississippi is alleging, right? Um, so I, I can't understand. I think, I think he's going to win. Right. Uh, and then when I watched all that, like I was so excited, I'm like, damn it, he's right. Um, I don't know about the, I don't need a lawyer because I, I unless he understands jurisdiction, <laughs> right. You should probably get a lawyer. Um, the, the funny part is that I think if, if there is a good defamation case, uh, get this, the lawyer for Brett Favre said, you know, oh, McAfee didn't read the motion. He didn't read, uh, you know, the lawsuit and he doesn't understand and he didn't read any of this. I mean, it's obvious when you listen to Pat McAfee, he never read any of the complaints. He didn't read the motion to dismiss. He just decided to get on the show and try to get as much attention as he could. I think that might be a better defamation case because the lawyer for Brett Favre is making you know, factual assertions. And if, if McAfee did read the, you know, the, the paperwork, um, then it was a lie. Right. And that I think he's got the better case anyway. All right. So now, um, okay. Remember I, and I've said it on other episodes to win a lawsuit, you need two things. Okay. You need, uh, to prove liability and then you can have damages. You do need both of those. All right. Now, liability in terms of defamation case, when you sue the media, there was a, a very a landmark United States Supreme Court decision. It was New York Times versus Sullivan. Um, and the way this works, New York Times is actually the defendant. But sometimes if the defendant loses in like the trial courts and then they're the ones that appeal, it's like the Supreme Court then switches it because they they ha they don't have the first per the first party is not always the plaintiff. It's the appellant so whoever appealed so so sometimes the defendant is the first party anyway okay so in this case uh mr sullivan was a an official in alabama in the early 60s and there was some sort of like student protest and and things like that and um you know uh, whatever the 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 government in alabama uh like you know they they 
treated the the student protesters a certain way. It was like a civil rights protest and blah, blah, blah. And then the New York Times wrote about it. And the New York Times had some facts wrong, okay? So then Mr. Sullivan sued the New York Times. And this ended up going to the Supreme Court because initially Mr. Sullivan had some success against the New York Times. But when it got to the Supreme Court, the New York Times ended up winning. And the Supreme Court ruled that the First Amendment uh, allows the media to, you know, if they're talking about some sort of like a public figure there, he was a, a government official. Uh, later decisions also then said, you know, if it's a like public official, if it's a public figure, you know, if it's somebody, you know, like that, um, that the only way you can get defamation is if they're intentionally lying or they acted like with, with uh, like a district, like a complete disregard, like a reckless disregard. So that is a very, very high, high, high standard, right? And that is, you have to prove both of those to uh, to win a to get liability and defamation. I do not see that Brett Favre will beat McAfee, uh, you know, on that level because McAfee said these are all allegations, and he was right; they were allegations. I mean, the state of Mississippi sued Brett Favre, right? So, gosh darn it, he was right. <laughs> you know, I think it's a, I think he's gonna win. Now, another thing that I did not like about the lawyer, uh, maybe the lawyer for Donald Trump, maybe he picked up some of this kind of arrogance from Donald Trump. Maybe, maybe he picked it up uh, or maybe vice versa, because the lawyer also said it's going to cost Pat McAfee millions of dollars. And if it bankrupts him, then he will have learned his lesson. So, all right, we'll see there. But I don't like it. I don't like that lawyer. I think he's going to lose. Um, and when he does lose, it's going to be interesting to see what he makes up for that, you know. Okay, now comes, um, in, in case they win, in case they win on liability, then they have to prove damages. The way this works here, the damages, so Brett Favre is um, stating that, uh, you know, because of these uh, defamatory comments by McCaffrey, uh, Pat McAfee, what the? Fudge. How do I say this guy's name? Pat McAfee. Sorry. Okay. By Pat McAfee. Okay. Uh, because of these allegations, uh, you know, Brett Favre lost potential, you know, um, you know, future engagements. He lost money doing this. Like there's going to be less companies that want to hire him, uh, less companies that will want to endorse him. And that, uh, you know, he lost a lot of money because of McAfee's defamatory comments, right? To the tune of millions of dollars. Okay, that's not always going to be easy to prove because everybody was talking smack about Brett Favre around this time, right? Um, except for me, thank you. I don't want to get sued. Okay, <laughs> so everyone, but but he has to kind of prove that that this did hurt his uh, like financial uh, ability. Okay, now um, I do want to then talk about Shannon Sharp. Okay, Shannon Sharp was a, a lot more aggressive about what he said. You made a hundred plus million dollars in the NFL. So if that a point state, Brett Favre is taken from the, uh, the underserved. Brett Favre stole money from people that really needed that money, okay? Oh, wow, Shannon Sharp, <laughs> okay? His comments uh, were a lot kind of, um, potentially defamatory. Let me explain why. He didn't say the magic words. And I think it is a magic word when McAfee kept saying, these are just allegations. These are just allegations. And McAfee was right. 
Brett Favre like concluded, you know, that um, I'm sorry, Shannon Sharp concluded that Brett Favre stole money. Right. So I think he's going to be, you know, a better case of liability. Now, this is after the jurisdiction is all sorted out. Right. Uh, and then uh, Shannon Sharp is is a Georgia uh, resident. OK, so I think that his is going to be higher, you know, but I go back to the Supreme Court case. OK, New York Times versus Sullivan. Uh, and in that New York case, you have to prove to get some to get the media if they're talking about a public official or a public figure. You have to prove that the media uh, and Shannon Sharp is media. You have to prove that he intentionally lied. And I'm clear that he did not intentionally lie. Okay. Then, uh, and or this one is an, or it's not, and <laughs> this is an, or you have to prove he intentionally lied, or you have to prove that he acted with a reckless disregard for the truth. Okay. Um, I think, uh, and and by the way, Brett Favre would have to first convince a judge that, uh, you know, he should win. Then he would have to convince a jury, okay? Because Shannon Sharp could file what's called a motion uh, to dismiss. And then, uh, so that the judge decides. And then if that loses, then he has to go to the jury. So Brett Favre has to, to, to convince a judge that Shannon Sharp was like acting with reckless disregard. And if he does, then Brett Favre has to convince a jury that Shannon Sharp acted with reckless disregard. I don't think what Shannon Sharp rises to that level because, you know, it was a lawsuit that was filed by the state of Mississippi, right? And so I think what Shannon Sharp did was he just kind of went on those uh, allegations and went on that lawsuit um, and drew a conclusion. I just, I don't think a judge would say that that's enough to show a reckless disregard. You know, if Shannon Sharp went off the edge and kept saying things like, and I bet he stole when he was, you know, from the Packers, and I bet, you know, he beats up his girlfriend, you know, like like if he just goes on a like crazy tangent and says things like that, I think that then, 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 you know, that would be a reckless disregard for the truth, right? Um, but I don't think it goes to that level. So gosh darn it, Brett Favre, you're not gonna win these lawsuits, okay? <laughs> you're not gonna win. My prediction is that in the distant future, there'll be some sort of settlement, and that settlement will be that they give, you know, they give Brett Favre's, I don't know, tickets to a bowling tournament, <laughs> you know, something like that. That's my opinion, and I'm gonna stick to it, all right? Um, I hope Brett Favre doesn't sue me, though. I don't Fudge him, dude. Sue me, too, all right? Have a great week, folks. I'll see you next week. 